From the MMA Unshow. What just happened? What's up, MMA Unshow? Just Nick here, doing something a little different. We're going to try out some technical breakdowns, I guess, sort of, of uh, main events. Uh, I'm taking the first one because Style Bender is a guy that I've been semi-obsessed with since, actually since before he came to the UFC. Um, Just a really fun guy to break down. I'm more of a striking guy than a grappling guy, so I'll take this first assignment. Uh, So, Adesanya Vittori 2. Like I said, I rewatched it. I'm going to go through my notes, try to keep this to 15 minutes or so, and just give you an idea of kind of what I think happened. I could probably watch this 100 times and give you 100 different responses. Um, but this is uh, this is my first go. So fighters in round one both opening with a ton of fainting. And Marvin applying, I guess, what could be described as a strong linear pressure. Um, not like wildly out of control linear pressure, but definitely trying to get moving in a direction. Um, And that was sort of the story of the entire first round was Marvin very linearly attacking um, with both punches and takedown attempts. Um, And Adesanya showing him a lot of angles and showing him a lot of leg kicks. Um, Adesanya opening in Southpaw, I believe, and and spent most of the round and most of the fight for that matter in Southpaw. Um, Marvin did manage to get a, to catch a kick, one of the low kicks after absorbing probably three or four of them at 343 left in the first round and does land the takedown. Izzy kind of scoots his way to the cage. Marvin, it looks like he's kind of attempting to stack. And then Israel does something really interesting where he throws up what almost looks like, like, and I don't know if it actually was an armbar attempt, but it looked sort of like an armbar attempt. So that was a really interesting way to get back up. And it appeared to give Vittori enough of something to think about that he was kind of able to like spin and get back to his feet. It was a very interesting way to get back to his feet. Um, only spent 45 seconds or so on the ground. So it's really difficult to score much there for Marvin other than the takedown itself, which isn't particularly high amplitude. Uh, Marvin definitely sought more takedown attempts this time against the cage. Not really a lot of success there. Um, and was trying to create boxing exchanges, but a lot of the time he was just too far out. Um, and he, that was also kind of the story of the fight is that Marvin just had a hard time figuring out the range. Um, he did manage to get Adesanya to the cage, back to the cage a couple times in this round in particular, but Adesanya's head movement was just, he, I mean, he was just on, he was, he was very on. Um, Adesanya seems to hurt Vittori for the first time to the leg at 121, hit him with a really, really solid one. Um, and, and all of the fainting was kind of just making Vittori have to have moments where he would stand still to throw. And it was at those moments that yeah, you know, pretty much without fail, Adesanya would kick that leg. Um, Martin Vittori did land a nice left hand towards the end of the round. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, he, 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 a lot of it was looping, and it gets progressively more looping throughout the fight, which is why I think less and less of his, particularly his left hands, weren't really finding a home. Um, towards the very end of the round, looks like about 41 seconds left, Adesanya lands what I thought was probably the sharpest head strike of the round. He was throwing, I call it a Conor McGregor combination. I'm sure it has a better name than that, but basically it's a two from South, a lead two where the shoulder comes forward first, almost acting as the jab. 
um, which actually is his natural jab hand so that it would make sense why he would throw it that way. And then kind of this like shoveling uppercut hook thing, um, which he went back to the well at and had a lot of success at. Vittori picked up on it towards the end of the fight, maybe four or five, and was able to counter with right hands, but not a lot. Um, nothing nothing really too heavy. One, one hook maybe in the fourth. Um, lands that same combo again. 10-9 is real Adesanya. Pretty easy in the first round. It's interesting to me how much Vittori was adamant that he, in his own corner, that <laughs> despite his corner's uh, suggestion that he thought that he had won the round, um, I don't know, the judges, and I disagree with that. So, interesting moment there. I don't know if it means anything. It probably doesn't mean anything other than that Marvin's, um, you know, and I'll talk more about this idea of kind of Marvin's delusion at the end. Um, But, interesting moment. Um, Beginning of round two, Izzy landed a glancing head kick from Orthodox, which pretty much every time he was in Orthodox, he was throwing a heavy, heavy round kick. Um Looks like it was about 437-ish of the first round. Or excuse me, the second round. When I'm saying the times, by the way, I'm going like the time stamp. Um, not how far into it we are, but how much we have remaining. So if you're going to go back to watch these things that I'm talking about, uh, that's the way to find them. Um, like I said, Marvin did have some success with the jab, but he's being countered sharply pretty much every time he's sticking it out there. Even though he, like I said, he's throwing the jab well. He's throwing it sharp. He's throwing it quick. He's getting his guard back. He's still getting countered. Um, Adesanya's just a little quicker. Uh, <clears throat> Adesanya lands a leg kick. Basically the moment, like I said earlier, the moment that Marvin Matori stops moving and he's freezing him with feints throughout the first round, continuing into the second round. Um, Vittori is deep on a double entry against the cage with about 317 or so left to go in the second round. And Adesanya gives him a different look this time, this time going after elbows. Um, and then is, is able to pretty easily escape that attempt against the cage. That I thought would be the easiest way for Marvin to get takedowns. Turned out to not be the case. He had zero success with any of the attempts that, that basically led to Adesanya's back against the cage. Um, Adesanya was just grabbing an overhook on the far side, grabbing bicep control on the inside and spinning. Really, really simple. Um, Strikers getting into MMA. Watch this. This is how you get out of this takedown attempt against the cage. Really, really good stuff. Basically, just scraping him off. Really smooth. Uh, Israel Adesanya had a beautiful moment at 133 of the second round where he fainted. I don't know if it was a knee or a high kick. Basically, just lifted his right leg up uh, from orthodox. Of course, at this point, he's seen enough of these round kicks that Vittori kind of freezes to block. He steps all the way through, and normally he throws a left hand out of this combination, but I think be, probably because it was against a southpaw, that that lead leg is there, and he just slammed a leg kick um, from southpaw. Again, not the story of the fight per se was the leg kicks, but it was the way that he was able to get to that leg in so many different ways that makes it so he's not just landing leg kicks, he's landing heavy, heavy, painful uh, damaging leg kicks. Um, at this point, it sort of seemed like Marvin was just like resigned to the fact that he's going to get kicked in the leg for the rest of the fight. And, and that remained to be true. Um, he, I don't remember him even attempting to check a leg kick after this point. He had kind of checked a couple before this, but at that point he, he was just going to take him, which sucks. That's a sucky place to be. Uh, Vittori enters on a double against the fence and again, eats some elbows. And again, Adesanya exits with that same kind of far side over hook near side bicep control spins him out of there easy work 
Uh, Adesanya had another interesting moment with 26 seconds left in the round. Heavy, heavy orthodox high kick into the guard. Um, not set up by anything. Just a moment for, in my opinion, for Israel Adesanya just to say, I hit harder than you. I kick harder than you. And it really backed Vittori up. Despite the fact that Vittori blocked it, I'm telling you, getting kicked in the arms by a guy like Israel Adesanya sucks. Sucks balls. Not where Vittori wants to be. Um, important moment. And then he closed the round with another uh, another head kick, this time coming from Southpaw. Uh, 2018, Adesanya pretty easy. Going into round three. Uh, this was Vittori's almost moment. <laughs> and I, I, I almost feel a little bad for him in hindsight because this was the moment that he had genuinely had a chance to end this fight had he done a couple things differently and maybe had Anasanya not done a couple of things as well as he did. Um, so Vittori shoots almost immediately from Curry range and, and actually just kind of, I think he surprised Adesanya that he shot A, as quickly as he did, and that B, that he still had like the power and the tenacity, uh, which says something about Marvin Vittori and not only in his physical ability, but also in his mental determination in this fight, um, which I, I was impressed by, man. That's an excellent response after getting kind of pieced up for two rounds. Um, so he does get the takedown very early, and this time goes straight into half guard, and he's really high. I don't know if he was looking for maybe an arm triangle attempt, um, but he, he, he was very, very high up. Either, like I said, either looking for that or maybe trying to pass even into, uh, into a side mount or some other more dominant position. There's an interesting moment here where Adesanya kind of hit bumps him up, um, which he found success with again later, um, which kind of knocks Vittori off balance, but he retained the position by beautifully holding onto that underhook and really just kind of riding that position. Really, really pretty jujitsu here uh, from Marvin Vittori and manages to take the back, um, shoots for that. Uh, he kind of leans back. Um, at that moment, Adesanya ends up on his chest, and he's got both hooks in. I mean, this is not a great place to be if you're Israel Adesanya. And all again, all of this happened really quickly. Uh, Marvin sort sort starts to excuse me seek the rear naked choke, um, and Adesanya just timed it perfectly. He fought the hands well, which for whatever reason led to Vittori's hooks just kind of loosening. You have to kind of pause it and like, I had to go through this several times to figure out exactly how he was able to turn around as easily as he was into Vittori's guard. Um, and like I said, it did happen really quickly, but that was a dangerous moment. Had Adesanya not played that as well as he did, had he not shown his jujitsu defense to be so strong, that could have been a hairy moment with a ton of time left on the round um, for Vittori to work. But no dice. Uh, Adesanya turns around in his guard. And this was the moment that Adesanya said in his press conference after the fight that he said, I took your soul. And if you watch the uh, if you watch it back, you can see him talking to him at that moment. And it was also a weird moment for, for Vittori where he was almost like, like, what do I have to do to have some success? And like he, he was a sort of come to Jesus moment for him. It was interesting. Um, you know, I, I would be interested to hear his thoughts on that moment. I, I haven't heard him say anything about it, but. It was, a, it was a fascinating, it was a very short but very fascinating exchange. Um, Izzy, at that point, content to stay in, in guard and land some big, big punches from guard, um, which I thought was interesting as well that he was seemed to be content staying uh, in Marvin Vittori's guard. Vittori looks for a leg lock, nothing really there. Uh, scrambles back to the feet. And then uh, Israel actually lands at McGregor combo, is what I keep calling it, a couple more times. Um, Vittori, like I said earlier, did have a counter for that once. Landed a nice little hook. I believe it was in this round. Um, and then for the first time, I, I, we, I, I think 
Vittori's legs had been hurt previously, but this was the first time that he actually fell down from a leg kick. Um, I believe there was maybe one, maybe it did only happen once. I don't, and I, I don't know whether uh, Adesanya was credited with a knockdown or not, but definitely knocked him down. Um, and was almost exclusively in southpaw at this point. So 30-27 Israel Adesanya, pretty easy going into round four. Adesanya going a little more orthodox in four and five. And I think, like I said earlier, he's looking for that power shot. He's looking to get him out of there. He knows he's got a significant advantage. And then especially going into the fifth round, like he, he, he just didn't fear anything that was coming back his way on the feet. And at that point, I don't even think he really feared anything in terms of a takedown. Um, Israel had a beautiful moment at the very beginning of round four. Uh, looks like about 450 where he, <laughs> he throws a leg kick, um, freezes him for a sec, Tries that McGregor combo, misses it. Like I said, I do think Vittori was kind of picking up on that because that was if there was one thing that he kept going back to the well to in a similar way, it was that combination lead, left hand, kind of shovel uppercut. Um, Vittori sees it, ducks under it, looks for a single. Uh, Adesanya immediately, in the middle of the combination almost, snags the underhook, which leads directly into a 3-2 that lands flushed. Two, two of the most flushed punches of the fight, um, followed by another big leg kick, all in like a couple seconds. I mean, just to see both fighters, but particularly Adesanya's reactions in that um, kind of exchange was very interesting. Uh, Vittori worked a double entry into a clinch takedown with 336, but just didn't get anything out of it. Uh, Adesanya, off his back, uses the foot on the cage to kind of flip over and ends up on top again. And back on the feet. Uh, Adesanya has another good moment at 249 where he lands a question mark kick from orthodox stance. Steps all the way through to a low kick. Like I said earlier, he throws a left hand off of that a lot of times. This time he threw the low kick. Um, And and the other thing that I noticed at this point, Adesanya is firmly in the center of the cage for most of the exchanges. Which is leading to more success, not less. And leading to Vittori standing still more. Uh, Tough, tough fourth round for Marvin Vittori. Um, like I said, I do believe that he had some confidence, but there were moments where his face, his face just doesn't, didn't lie. It doesn't really matter what he says in the, in the post fight. he just looked discouraged. Um, another big high kick from Orthodox with about 55 seconds left into the round. This one was different. Um, the, the story of the fight for me is is this diversity it's it's diversity on one side and predictability on the other side and adesanya shows it here again with that kind of like bang muay thai style high kick kind of almost like faking not necessarily like a takedown attempt but something low that lowers the guard comes high hurts him again Um, definitely the most hurt i believe vittori was in the fight he looked to kind of wobble um and then vittori ended up this was another interesting moment vittori ended up back in, uh, I think it was a single entry against the cage towards the end of the round. And this time, Adesanya showed him something different again. And he, and he threatened some version of a front choke. Well, I, don't, I don't know if it was a guillotine. I don't know if he was messing around with Darce or Anaconda hand, hand positioning. I, I couldn't really tell what was going on. But now you got Vittori fighting hands and worried about Adesanya's choke attempt. I mean, the dude's ability to continue to throw new things at you in every phase of mixed martial arts, it just continues to evolve in a way that is, it's scary to watch. I, I don't, I don't know who beats this guy and I don't know how they do it other than being much larger. Apparently big daddy yawn. uh, round five, not as exciting. Um, Vittori kind of trying to wrestle 
not a lot going on. Easy kind of head hunting a little bit in the fifth round, which I think he would probably be on up to him. He's up four to zero. Why not? Um, not a whole lot going on other than the interesting moment that Mark Goddard had to separate them, which I don't know. It's one of two things. Either Vittori thought he was doing better than the judges thought he was doing, or maybe Vittori's <laughs> kind of looking for a moral victory here in the fifth round, which he he did not find. Uh, yeah, another easy 10-9 in the fifth round for Israel Adesanya. So some of my key takeaways for Izzy, like I said earlier, I could watch this 100 times and probably pick out 100 different things that I'm fascinated by, like his ability to use angles and and have diversity, of course, in his striking, but now in his jiu-jitsu, now in his wrestling defense, uh, now in his, his striking defense is evolving and changing and giving you new things. And he very specifically had a game plan for this, but his ability to kind of flow and react it just keeps getting better and better. Um, like the difference between what he was able to do to Marvin in this fight versus the first fight, which I thought he did well in the first fight. He easily won the first fight. Um, this was just a demo. Uh, crazy. Uh, head movement, particularly against the cage, as aforementioned. I, I, I got to think Marvin can sting a little bit. He's not a guy that puts people away on the feet, but he's a big old dude. And I got to think he's got some kind of heavy hands. And, and Izzy's reliance on the head movement masterful uh definitely more than enough to avoid really ever taking anything even close to big from the hands of marvin vittori um i thought his meanness was on display in a way that you don't see guys that have the skills i mean you don't see the guys that have the skill set of israel adesanya period but you definitely don't see guys that have the meanness and the willingness to continue to exchange and to stay in the pocket uh and to, to really want to hurt guys the way that Israel Adesanya does. And I was fascinated by that in this particular performance. And then finally, unpredictability in his movement, in his defense, in his offense. He just gives you so many different things to worry about. Uh, I've watched striking for a long time. It's something that I like. I, I, I mean, I love to break down and, and to watch repeatedly and try to figure out what guys are doing. And, and I, I've never seen anything like Israel Adesanya the way that he does it. It's just... I don't know. Masterclass. Masterclass. Uh, for Marvin, like I said earlier, I think he can make kind of that delusion that he has into a benefit in the fact that he does. He seems to not really get discouraged, which is a good thing to have. Um, the problem is he needs to be a little more realistic with himself and where he's at in his career and realize that he needs to add layers and wrinkles to his game. He needs to learn from these defeats and figure out ways to get better and to add some unpredictability to his game. He's never going to be a power guy. He's never going to be Israel Adesanya, but he, he has a tremendous right hand. Uh, it's a very educated jab. It's a very educated right hook. And he really can wrestle. I just, when you continue to show the same entries to a guy who's as good as Israel Adesanya is, he's going to figure it out plain and simple so he had effect he, he had effective wrestling early in the fight and basically as the fight went on it got increasingly less effective because he kind of just kept doing the same thing and uh for me that is where i want to see marvin Vittori work i want to see him grow he's a young fighter um interestingly enough i actually came out of this fight despite the 54 45 defeat I, I came out almost a little bit higher on marvin Vittori than i was before the fight because he he was resolute. He did keep trying to do things. He did keep trying to make stuff happen. Um, and it would have been very easy uh, for him to quit in that fight. Um, he may not have shown that he was hurt, but I promise uh, there were moments that he he could have gotten himself out of there and 
I don't think anybody would have blamed him. So uh, kudos to both guys. Another masterclass from Adesanya. So excited to see the Whitaker rematch. That's definitely what's next. So we'll talk more about this on our regular episode this week. Thanks for checking this out. Hope you you guys dig it. Uh, Give me some comments, feedback. Love to hear what you think. Tell me why I'm an idiot. Love you. Bye. We'll be right back.